0: are Guys in Short Sports San Francisco. Guys, how great did our teams do (laughs) this weekend? So pumped to talk about how Uh. good they looked. Nope. Over the weekend. Nope. nope. Dot com. Is that not right? <laughs>
1: Oakland played well. Let's
0: cut, oh. let's cut. Let's, let's
1: start <laughs> that. Let's recut ahead. that intro. <laughs> we are,
0: of course, guys in short sports. Los Angeles. Rough week to be a Rams fan, but things are actually looking good for a couple of our other teams the Dodgers, Galaxy, and USC. And I will not include the Angels in that group.
2: We are talking about all
0: that and more this week. I'm your host, Jeff Wilson, and also here is Victor Costello. Let's not ram it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Let's not. They did. not. They didn't. They did not. Darren Besa. <laughs> 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 That's about right. Benjamin Garcia. Whoop-de-whoop. Uh-huh. And Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. And you dig it. Oh, shout out to Big Shaq. Yes. Making it to the Hall there of Fame. There you go. Yes. yes. Yeah. Nice shout out. Yeah. You know what? I feel it's important to start the show on a positive note. <laughs> so that means we're going to let Ben gloat about his Raiders. He has been smiling. Oh, He's floating above, above the hate couch. He's actually floating. Even, even on Facebook, you got some <laughs> Raider love.
2: Oh, yeah. It's a mandate. We are talking Raiders football today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you walked in his studio. Oh, for 30 seconds. Good oh, no, 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 no. Good Good <laughs> we're going to give
2: myself a couple of minutes today. Well,
0: I mean, 30 seconds. Plus. We'll, few see. Few hey, we'll, injury see, we'll see. Injury time. <laughs> With <Yeah>. injury time. With injury time. You did say, you said like this if you want Raiders updates. And I think you got, what, like four <laughs> likes from your family. Yeah,
2: because uh, probably liked you it know their, he the liked it himself. their Facebook. Yeah. He liked it himself. The guy, yeah. Kinkos right. <laughs> that I, I got to meet when oh, I met right. yeah. well done. Well done. Yeah. Him off. there I like was like one.
0: 59 people that viewed it or, or something. And <laughs> yeah. So not a good return.
2: But More comments on that single post than any post other uh, <laughs> oh. anywhere else on Guys in <laughs> Short. Ben would, on that, yeah. It's very
0: polarizing. You're very polarizing. All right, Ben. Congrats on the Raiders' well done. big win over... New Orleans. So I'm going to start by saying that I'm going to remove myself from the hay couch
2: because today I am rainbows and butterflies. Get off my couch.
0: I don't even know you anymore.
2: It's wonderful. Jeff, now I know why you're so happy. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you. I love you. (laughs) Until next week. So I'm going to start my Raiders update with touchdown Raiders. (laughs) For those of you who remember our our guy, Uh, heck yeah. So this week, not only did the Raiders win, but my fantasy football team got high score of the week in Uh, the new week. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. (laughs) All right. So anyway, to talk about the game, the...
0: (laughs) Is not this, is not, <laughs> this does not count to my
2: five minutes yeah. of reporting. No. You're blowing time right now. No. You better start talking. No. Take a picture.
0: is <laughs> flossing. That's awesome. Anyway, the Raiders
2: started the season off right. They beat the Saints 35-34 to 34 in regular time. That was for you. Oh, yeah. Thanks to Big Balls uh, Del Rio. Oh, I'll tell you what. The Raiders played very well offensively. Defensively, they struggled. But, you know, going into the game, they were playing against a team that was number 2 in total offense in 2015 and number 1 in the passing game. So that's what was killing them. They, they went for 500 yards of total offense and over 419 yards passing. So it was a real struggle for the Raiders to really maintain that game, and they, play, they found themselves playing from behind the entire game. What I liked the most about the game was they got down 14 with a couple minutes to play, and they scored on their last three possessions to To wow. keep the game close, and then also to win it, so they they end up scoring the touchdown with a few seconds left in the game, and they have the decision to go for two or to kick the extra point. And true, to, to go in tr- to two, go for two, and win it, right. or kick the extra point and tie it. it. Yes. Yeah. So, in true Raider fashion, they said, "You know what? <laughs> we're going to go for it that because we're the football, Raiders." Right? Yeah. And I'll tell you what: I haven't seen the Raiders play that enthusiastic in. 15 years since since we went to the Super Bowl back what in 2003 or 2001. Yeah. two thousand Yeah. In that neighborhood. Yeah. In that neighborhood sometime They haven't played that inspired. And I'll tell you that play right there, I think, is going to energize them for that first half of the season. And I I see really good things coming from the Raiders. So you're for it. Oh yeah. You think it was a great decision? I do. You know what, when it. you're on the uh, to That's use, a gamble. To, you use hate a, to use a soccer reference <laughs> when you're on the road, you go for the win. When you're at home, you go for the tie. And you know what? Here they are. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, that's what yeah, I've explained it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll they, love. They've the talked bit, about that in, in the NFL all in as well. On the galaxy yeah. and soccer yeah. strategy. They talked right. about that in the NFL as well. The <laughs> yeah. same, same so, kind of strategy. So you know, the thing is, is that I think that what happened by him going for two, even if they don't get it, is it shows that his players that he believes in them, and when you've got a young team like that that you're trying to believe that you can win. When you have a coach that's willing to gamble his job, because you know, decisions yes. like this will get you fired. Absolutely. And to gamble your job, believing in those young guys to do what you know he knows that they can do and then go out and actually perform it, right now there isn't a team that's hotter in the NFL. And and I think that they can turn this one win into Wow, you know, They're a playoff going appearance.
3: That is such a Raider fan thing to say. <laughs> that
1: this one win <laughs> Is is
2: this us. is it. We're, no, we're, no. we're, we're, we're,
3: we're going. about
0: overreaction. But got,
3: I, I will say, I will tell you this though: this is the first year in a long, long time where I'm going to agree with Raider fans that your team is actually good because you guys say <laughs> it every year. <laughs> well, so, it, so last year, you know what I'm saying every possession. year. So, last yeah. year, we made yeah. leaps
2: and bounds, a uh, uh, big changes, and so we went seven and nine last year, and so we were just under 500. But you could see that Carr was developing. Right. That you had Amari Cooper on the outside. You had Latavius Murray as the running back. You had um, the the. Lambert Backer, I can't think of his name. Um, anyway, you have the guys. Guy. You guys guy. you, yeah, you got you have the guys in place that you're gonna build that program off of. And Del Rio has built that yep. team. They went out this offseason, they they added some pieces to the offensive line, and they've made themselves dominant. Now, the one criticism that I do have of the Raiders right now is that they're still playing undisciplined. And there was one play in particular at the end, after they score the two-point conversion, that they actually get a taunting penalty, and now then, that's
1: Raiders football.
0: That is Raiders <laughs> football. Right? You know,
2: and, and traditionally, it ends up costing them the yes. game. And luckily, we had Janikowski because it was a 15-yard penalty off the kickoff, and Jano just kicks the shit out of it. He's yeah. on he, his what 95th to the, season yeah, yeah. to <laughs> the five-yard line. And He's the Raiders on my <laughs> when I was in, in the womb. The Raiders end up stopping them at the, I think their 23-yard line, and that was the difference in the game because had Janikowski not being able to kick it off that far, and they get just 10 more yards. That field goal attempt that was. Sixty-one yards could have been a 51-yarder, and it would have been good. And that would have been the difference between winning and losing. So I think what Del Rio needs to do is he needs to tell these guys, listen, I believe in you. You guys should believe in yourself. But you need to get rid of the penalties. They had 14 penalties for 140-some yards, and they need to get rid of that. If they can clean that up, the sky's the limit. All right. That was
0: way, way <laughs> was... more than 30 seconds. Yeah. Thank you, by <laughs> the way, we, for more than we, my indulgence. indulgence. We indulged him. We weren't recording. Let <laughs> him <laughs> fly high. <laughs> Do over.
1: All right. Welcome then... to Guys in Shorts, <laughs> Los Angeles. Now, now that we pretended
0: to let Ben have a go. We did have to relish in someone's win Thank and you. someone's joy because- now we got to talk about the Rams. Which... Uh, Darren's on suicide watch right now. <laughs> that Jeez. was he, he did not respond <laughs> yeah. to a single <laughs> text today. We were worried. Yeah, we. This I... is this is how bad it got. We're we're watching the game <laughs> at Darren's house last night, and uh, I think Kayla, his daughter, had come downstairs, and it, the Rams. It was like they intercepted or they, they had yeah. like a decent play. And she leaves, goes back upstairs because she doesn't care about football. Get back down here. Darren says, get back down here. I'll buy, I think you had it up to I'll buy you a cheesecake or I'll oh, buy yeah. you.
4: Yeah. Yeah, she was my lucky, uh, my lucky charm. And I was begging her, you know, Kayla, just sit next to me for about five minutes because I need this. I need you to be some sort of good luck charm watching this game because it was not fun to watch whatsoever. Ugh. And at Jeff, I think at some point in time, if I would have switched the channel, I don't think you would have batted an eye.
0: No. no. <laughs> that was like the, it was like the
1: U- USC Alabama game. Once yeah. it got out of hand, yeah, exactly. yeah. I wanted no part it of just, it. Just I'm just actually shocked that you guys
4: watched it to the tune. It was worse
1: morning.
3: than the USC Alabama. Because <laughs> <It's> Alabama is <laughs> the number one team in the nation. San Francisco supposed to
4: suck. <laughs> <That's what's so laughs> that was <painful>. the one <laughs> getting <laughs> me on the schedule. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank oh. goodness this is still preseason, right? Is anybody ever going to believe <laughs> me about preseason
3: anymore? Anybody? Anybody? Hello? I believe you.
0: So for those who don't know, the Rams totally sucked it up up in San Francisco against the 49ers and got skunked. Yes. basa. Everything.
4: Everything went wrong. All the things. Name one thing that went right. Shut out, but for San Francisco.
1: Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, nobody Rams, out of heard? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I misunderstood the game. The police tackled
2: <laughs> that fan that ran on the field. Oh, yeah. That one right. That was good. That, yeah, was, that was pretty good. exciting. But yeah.
4: as far as for the Rams, nothing went right. Uh, It's embarrassing. Keenum did not look good. Running backs did not look good. Our defensive line blew the first quarter, blew the second quarter. They started clicking during the third quarter. Still too little bit too late. We had no receivers whatsoever. They couldn't catch the ball. I don't think a tight end has ever caught the ball yesterday. Actually, I I think it was once. But nothing on the team
2: clicked. Now, how much of that is coaching and how much of that is not having right personnel?
1: Personnel. I, I think it's Personnel.
2: I think it's coaching.
1: I want to
4: go with coaching. Yeah, I totally think it's coaching. Our coaches were, they had no idea what was going on. And they got worked. To go to Ben's point about how the Raiders coach is all, you know, rah, rah,
3: rah, he has the locker room. You watch the hard knocks and you feel like people are sleeping when Fisher's talking. Mm -hmm. He's not that rah, rah type of guy. He's
4: yeah. He does have that casual, just laid back. He's got
1: got lots of sunglasses, though. <laughs> you,
4: know, oh, that's that's right. Right. you know what I'm here. What I'm sick of hearing from Jeff Fisher is our guys are going to go ahead and focus on what they do, and we're going to go out there and have fun. F that. You know, you guys are getting <laughs> paid millions of dollars. You guys are getting paid millions of dollars yeah, to that throw works the ball.
2: The, that works in the Buena Park League. Yeah,
4: yeah, you have fun <laughs> when you win. <laughs> and this is not Buena Park League. No. Catch the ball. Throw the ball. Tackle a guy. Is that it's how simple. this game works? <laughs>
0: <What>? <laughs> do your job. Do your Run, Darren for coach.
4: <laughs> just do your job. <laughs> and I'm sick of hearing Jeff uh, Jeff Fisher and company just say, you know what, let's go out there and have fun. Yeah, no. <laughs> because for the fans, was that fun yesterday? No. No, well, in front so, of so I have a question
2: so you guys going into the game you were thinking you were playing against a San Francisco team that was projected to be one of the worst in the league but really nobody knew what the wild card was of Chip Kelly so Chip mm, Kelly yes. comes right. in yeah. so I, I asked the question and, and I asked because I only watched maybe five minutes worth of the game and I got sick and I turned it <laughs> off but the, the question that I have is how much better are they projected to do now after the league has seen what he's capable of you know, with the talent that he's got around him, is that is that Forty ers team that everyone was thinking was going to go five and eleven? Are they going to go eight and eight this year? Are they going to go nine and seven? So, are you guys really playing against that inferior of a team, or is the team you're playing actually pretty good? Simply put, are the Rams that bad,
0: <laughs> or is San Francisco actually good?
1: Well, that goes back to your question earlier: is it coaching or is it personnel? If the personnel on San Francisco is just as bad as the Rams, they were coached up well enough. To, to beat the Rams So if if it's all equal And personnel well, And not only that But the Rams the are supposed
3: to have this, this line This defensive line This defensive line That nobody was going to be able To run against Like you There's just none You're you're shut down You throw the ball Because you're not running What did San
1: Francisco do?
4: They ran, they right they ran the damn ball <laughs> Carlos Hyde is like, a good runner What the running hell back. is
1: that? Like, to me, it's the the receivers are the bit. I don't think the Rams have a decent receiver in the bunch. No, we don't. I don't, no, want don't.
0: And the problem is that their passing game is non-existent. So everyone no just receivers. blocks yeah. Gurley. Yeah. They just yeah. know that the offense is completely going to run through Gurley, and they have the answer for him. Yeah,
4: I mean, you in, good times. In, in looking at in, in looking at the Forty ers defense, they had eight guys in the box. You can't pass it to Gurley, or you can't get it to Gurley. Where is Gurley going to go? He has no support whatsoever from our guards, from our tackles. They're going to stuff him. They're going to stuff him in the backfield. They're going to stuff him like they stuffed Case Keenum. Well, that's where you have to blame Fisher, because yeah. if,
2: if, if defense puts eight people in the box, yeah. I don't care who your receiving core is, and I don't care who your your, your quarterback is, you got to start throwing downfield so that you can soften them up a little right. bit. Even if you're not completing it, you have to at least look like you're trying to go downfield. And make honest. Them play yes. honest. And
3: going back to your to your original question, like going and reading things today, it the feel is is that yes, San Francisco is better than we thought they were. But the Rams are way worse than we thought yeah, they were. So I agree. Does that
1: does that make sense? So yes. Are, my question is, are they really worse? Because I remember talking last week and being very skeptical <laughs> after doing some digging, and I think we just well had defensively hearts. they weren't supposed to be that. But bad. I think we just have hearts in our eyes. Yep. The Rams are back. Everything's going to be. Yeah, and we realized course. we we bought we bought a lemon. You know what's funny is actually <laughs>
0: Ben, <laughs> you're the one that made me first think that maybe the Rams suck, and it was when we we're talking about what their records is going to be. Yeah. I said four and twelve. And, and and I well did. no, you said that, but Darren says, No, this and this and this and they're gonna be good. And you said they're gonna win that many games with Case Keenan. Yeah. <laughs> and when you say <laughs> his name like that It's like, Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. But you hope and, as a Rams fan, you hope like he had yeah. a he had a good run going down the stretch. He's a of professional last season. quarterback, he should he, be able to do yeah, something. Yeah, but you right? know the
3: red the red flags with him though is that he's never been able to sustain he seems to do good on every team during the preseason. And then when the season comes along, he crashes and burns. And that's exactly what yeah. he did. It's like and the, the and cameras come on and he, he gets, well, yeah. you know, and you, cold and you, feet.
0: You could say, well, but those games at the end of last season, those were garbage time yeah. games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was nothing on the line. Yeah. Okay. Well, if there's one thing every football fan loves, it's overreacting to their team's performance. Let's send them back. The Rams <laughs> performance definitely no. produced a lot of reactions. And we're here to tell you whether they deserve the attention or not. In a segment we call "under over reactions," guys. I'm going to give you a reaction that we heard today to week one, and you tell me if it's an overreaction, meaning pump the brakes and keep your shirt on, or an underreaction, meaning it's valid and it's time to push the panic button. Underreaction. <laughs> oh, sorry, we haven't so, started. It's literally yet. everything. Sorry. Yes. So at halftime, Herm Edwards says. The Rams set offensive football back 50 years. (laughs) Wow. I don't Uh, even know what that means. 50 years? That hurts.
4: It hurts to hear it. It's an overreaction. That's that's an overreaction. 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 I think
2: that it's got some credibility.
0: I do. After
4: yesterday's game? (laughs) No, yeah. So here's, here's
2: my point, right? So in the 50s, it was run first and you barely passed. And so that's. I mean, I think that's what he's calling out. And he's saying, you don't have a quarterback can th- that can throw downfield and you're going to run everything through Gurley like it's 1950, whether or not the run is working. And yeah. I think that that has a valid point yeah, because I'd be surprised to see what your run to pass ratio is if Keenan stays right. your quarterback. I just like to correct the math.
0: 50 years would be uh, 1966. There it is. There it is. <laughs> it's core right there. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Here's another reaction. Jeff Fisher and the coaching staff need to go. Ooh. Overreaction or underreaction? I think Going right on the money. I think it's on the money because <laughs> yeah. I
1: think Fisher has been taking his Super Bowl appearance and just riding oh, on the totally. coattails
3: of that totally.
1: for over over a decade and a half now, and yeah. I, he
0: hasn't done much outside of his first few years in Tennessee. If the Rams yeah. lose nine games this season, he will be the most losingest coach. In, in history. NFL history, wow! Well, he's third and, and on the list to ben, right that's now, happen. Okay. <laughs> yeah. and he's he's already third on the list. So, so yeah. Yeah.
3: and if you look at the other coaches that are on there, they all have way more—not way more, but uh, they have—they all played. have plenty more wins than he does. In fact, I think what's his name At 250. He's at what 179
2: or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not even close. Yeah. I, I think that they have the Raider syndrome from a couple years ago, and that is Al I, Davis no, is no, running no, things. No,
0: oh my god! He's <laughs> he's I, I think
2: that the players look. At the quarterback, and know they can't win. And so, I, I, regardless of who your coach is, I think you've lost the locker room already. If the players in the locker room don't and don't believe that they you can have, win, they don't have a guy so to rally around. It doesn't matter who your coach is. So the question that I would ask Rams fan is: You can get rid of them, but who are you going to replace them with? Jeff Fisher is a good NFL coach it's a retread no no, he's he's a good coach he's a good coach no you know what he's not the best coach he's not belichick you know he's not urban meyer of college football but but he's a guy that can win you games and get you into
0: the playoffs all right here we go the rams have been dropped to second to last place in the power rankings above only cleveland and right behind the 49ers over or under? <laughs> I think that's proper. Again. Right on the yeah. right on the money <laughs> because Cleveland oh,
1: yeah. RG three went out injured, so they at least their starting quarterback was injured. They could throw that for a reason. Being in last place, the Rams are perfectly healthy and they're they're right there yeah.
2: second to Cleveland. Yeah. You could and almost they say at least the 49ers. Yeah, at least Cleveland yeah. had a point. Hey, you know, Johnny Manziel knows the offensive playbook. Maybe they should just go after him. <laughs> oh, 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 I don't want to talk about
0: it. Uh, all right, here's another quote: The Rams are a four and twelve team. Overreaction, Ben Garcia.
2: <laughs> I, I stand. I stand right on that number. I think that they'll be lucky to win four games. And I think what'll happen is somebody's is going to underestimate them every third or fourth week, and they'll get they'll get they'll get um, you know four wins. I think they can they could
0: beat four wins. I think they yeah. Can beat four I think wins. they'll. That's beat an overreaction.
4: Wins. They will beat four wins.
0: The so what? After, I, that, we performance? Some, after yeah. that performance. After that performance. How about you put some money where your mouth is? You've been saying this uh, for a while, Ben.
2: I do owe hundred dollars for the pool Puhle's bet at this point, it. so uh,
0: <laughs> oh, you're oh, not put up the Puhle's hundred. We don't have to make it money; we can make it. Uh, <laughs>
2: All right, you know what? Next episode, <laughs> hey, we'll, come washing, we'll come up with something. I'm already washing right. cars,
0: so <laughs> why, don't, why don't we shake on the bed? Darren's and we'll been through enough. With, uh, uh, we'll come Darren's up with an, an <laughs> agreeable <laughs> penalty. Done. I like that it. man has a family. Here we go. The Rams will not score a touchdown against Seattle this weekend. Overreaction or underreaction? I think that's an overreaction. That's an overreaction. That is overreaction. Home field
2: gets you a touchdown. I don't think they score a touchdown. You don't think they score a touchdown? No. If Case Keenum isn't any better and can't pass the ball, you think that Seattle's defense is going to allow Gurley to score with eight men in the box? Hey, uh,
3: we can get an interception and, and get in the end
4: zone. The
2: only way they're scoring is if they fumble the ball on the Seattle side and kick a field goal because they get three and out. That's the only way they're scoring. It's
4: it's a touchdown. Rams that's will, not a <laughs> touchdown. Rams will score a
2: touchdown from our offense.
4: Ooh! Wow! Will score a touchdown. Wow! I like it. It just after this
1: weekend, it just it can't get worse, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We keep keep trying to trick ourselves. It can't get worse, right? Honestly, I hope not. I mean, they can't go negative, right?
0: Let me quote Ben: Case Keenum. (laughs) All right, last one. The Galaxy will score more <laughs> times than the Rams this season. Okay, I want to so go that's on record. Yeah, but that's
1: score. I, I want to give a shout out to Galaxy Podcast Josh Gessman for, Josh! for bringing that to our attention. Josh. It was actually uh, tweeted to him by a guy named Jamalisms at Jamalisms <laughs> on Twitter, and I I did some digging here. Uh, the LA Galaxy has scored 49 goals, so 49 times with this five, season. This season, okay. with five games left. The 2015 Rams last year had 27 touchdowns, 21 field goals, so we're not going to do points because it's one point for a goal, three points, and six points. So they scored 48 times last season. If you don't know, this season they're at zero. (laughs) So, <laughs> I I, I think Thanks for I, I, rubbing I it would, in I would bet on the, that the Galaxy has more scores Than the, than oh, the Rams wow. do in a season
2: And for those of you wondering and on Facebook Why there was a picture <laughs> of me writing on there That I'm rooting for the Galaxy It's because he is It's because I, after all the 0-0 <laughs> ties in soccer I'm hoping that the Galaxy outscore the Rams By the <laughs> end of the season uh,
0: You know what? I didn't that, see the. That pre- I thought you sense. just were
1: rooting for the Galaxy. I must have missed the previous. Uh, you need context <laughs> to
0: my statements. Yeah. That all makes sense, but I'm saying overreaction. Overreaction. Uh, yes, I'm. I on board. agree. It's an we're overreaction. It. Yeah, Goff's going to come in and light it up. Yep. Uh, all right. <laughs> you know what? Well, you you are rainbows. Jared Goff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it doesn't work until he's been really awful. <laughs> Here's the thing: we got plenty more Rams talk to do, but we are going to actually. Do something we haven't done yet And do a spin-off show So we'll tweet it out but we're going to do a Rams sub show that you'll be able to check out where we'll get more in-depth into the Rams. For Spiny. those of you that, that maybe that aren't idea? on the Ram tram. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to get
4: more in-depth this
0: point? <laughs> we, we might want to wait until it's actually good before we <laughs> do a Rams podcast. <laughs> got to start sometime, I guess. Have after fun, we guys. win in week two? <laughs> yeah, week seven. Oh, gosh. All right. When we come back, we got USC, Angels, Dodgers, Galaxy, all that right after this.
2: To build a championship team, today's general managers analyze their players using data and metrics. What if that same information were available to help you maximize the success of your business? Enter Snowfly. Snowfly works with both large and small businesses to identify and collect data relevant to their specific goals. Snowfly's innovative analysis and reporting tools define critical behavior metrics in employees and can drastically improve your hiring and overall productivity. Go to Snowfly.com or call 877-SNOWFLY. That's 877-SNOWFLY. Call today.
0: Are back. Oh nice.
1: after well that RAM
3: talk. Put that,
0: <laughs> gotta put crack that Dr. one Pembers of those open in. the open uh, in the refrigerator. You got something stronger? <laughs> Is that a ginger? Oh beer? yeah. Tell me <laughs> about a it. Ginger. All right, let's talk about another football team that won. How did USC do? The real pro team in oh, Los Angeles here. Oh, oh. Wow. <laughs>
1: Ouch. Ouch. Well, USC easily dispatched of Utah State to avoid an 0 2 start after their opening weekend. Curb stomping. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We chose different adjectives there. (laughs) So it it was nice to see USC back in winning ways. Juju Smith Schuster got on the board. He got two touchdowns. Uh, We got to see Max Brown throw to Darius Rogers quite a bit. He seems to be Max Brown's uh, preferred receiver. He had seven receptions for 86 yards. Um, other than that, I didn't take much away from this game because I'll, all I took away is that Utah State is god awful. They were just no good. So <laughs> USC did their job. They did what they were supposed to do. I mean, they won forty-five to seven. But but I just I couldn't get a read on if USC is is there or not. If they're if they're truly good or if. Utah State is really that bad. And I think Utah State might really be that bad. So it was good that USC did what they had to do, but we're still going to be looking forward uh, to next week when they they go at Stanford. That's going to be the the
2: measurement to see another top-10 team to see where we're at. Are they going to be at full strength, or did any of that suspension – how did that work out? I I, I sanctions.
0: Know. <laughs> it's sanctions. <laughs> well
3: hashtag I,
1: I was uh I was about two minutes late to the game and I missed an ejection. Oh. <laughs> USC player yeah. oh, wow. put, shoved yeah. the referee yeah. and the the referee. got ejected. I haven't looked into what how long the suspension I'm assuming he's gonna be miss. Maybe a half,
0: I, at least. Was it Frank Donald? <laughs> I thought I had heard Donald?
2: that he wasn't going to be suspended because it was so missed early in quarters. the game <laughs> that he missed the whole I could game. See, I could see it working that way because I don't I know think if it's that, wow.
1: that was the logic be, behind um, – for shoving Ruffin an official was too, because he missed two quarters, so they yes. gave him two more quarters. So it might be they might just let that him just play. Seems so but weird. Shoving a that's that's just that's a, huge. That's a Raiders move. That's not a
0: USC. It <laughs> <move. laughs> is a Raiders move. <laughs> Benzel, I'm all for it. But that's a problem. That ref had it coming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is a problem that USC has had in the past few years is discipline. They do get a lot of a lot of dumb penalties, and that's something that we hope to see cleared up. It's because you can't yeah. make those mistakes. Obviously, you can't make those mistakes against an Alabama, but you can't can make them against Stanford as well. And, and if your penalties are outweighing your, your yardage, that's not a good thing. The other thing that surprised me was that it was a little bit of a small crowd by USC standards. They I announced noticed that they announced the attendance at sixty-two thousand, but. I don't know if there were sixty-two thousand there. Is they that an annou- angel
2: thirty-five thousand, yeah. <laughs> where it feels like seven? <laughs> yeah,
1: Man, seven. Come on, uh, hey, they're you. eighth in attendance. Uh, uh, but uh, they announced that it was Marcus Allen bobblehead for the first fifty thousand, and because of the new NFL procedures, it took longer to get in the stadium than we anticipated. Oh wow! So we actually got in after kickoff. Plenty of Marcus Allen bobbleheads. So, uh, oh wow, me th- yeah. did you get us any? Yeah, I was able to get one. Oh, hey, come on, I got a family. <laughs> <of these. laughs> yeah, so so there were plenty of bobbleheads. So that makes me think, you know, people are, are off the bandwagon. Which I kind of mentioned this when I talk about people who don't like soccer. Hey, if you're off the bandwagon, good, right? You know, because you have to you have to taste the sour to appreciate the sweet. Because I remember going, you know, that's to, philosophical, right there. <laughs>
0: Man, it's getting deep, hammer. yeah. Because
1: I, and I was thinking about it because I go with my brother, and I've been going to USC games for almost twenty years now. Wow, which is wow. crazy when that you say is it crazy. out loud. Because I, I started going to games. He's, my brother's a little bit older than I am when he started attending, and they were they were a laughing stock back in right. you know the late nineties. So oh, yeah, to to go to those games where there was just a pathetic showing by USC every week to have that turn around into a national contender it really made you appreciate those those good years the Pete Carroll days yeah. so if people are off the bandwagon they're not going to truly appreciate the good times when they come so some hope for Rams fans
2: out there as well
0: <laughs> it's bad oh, right tell now. us about it and for those casual Please fans like you-
2: me who don't attend games very often it was. I went to go watch the game, and it was on the Pac-12 Network, which yeah. I don't get. A lot so of people don't get I, I that. I feel channel. like yeah. it's the Dodgers all over again, yeah. and it's like, what's going on with these sports teams? Get, get on national television and get make it free for everybody that's in the area. You do know, it sony. for do anybody it. listening, please yeah. do it. And part yeah. of that is a statement on SC as
1: well, because if if SC was a uh, if this were the Pete that's Carroll true. years, they'd be on ABC. That's and just true. like next week. It's going to be on on uh, when they play Stanford. That's going to be there as well. So just another thing that I want to point out to the game. We got to see Sam Darnold get some minutes. He actually threw for two touchdowns as well. So. Max Brown, might we might have a QB controversy again. We talked about <laughs> it with the preseason and how Darnold was giving him a run. And now we saw um, Helton kind of do – I don't know if you guys saw the Notre Dame-Texas game. Yes. But they brought in a different – Fantastic diff- They brought in a different quarterback in the red zone. To sneak the ball and, right. And yeah. that seems to be what they're doing with Sam Darnold. They're bringing him in because he's got wheels on him. He's got – it, to me, he looked more accurate. It was a smaller, works you know sample size. sample size, but he went five for seven and got two TDs, and that that looks good to me. So I I don't know if he'll be the starter later in the season because Max Brown after the Alabama disaster and then seeing Sam Darnold look good, I don't I mean we may have a new quarterback wow. in the future might go with him. Uh, sooner I hear than the Rams
3: later. are looking for a quarterback. <laughs>
1: What happened to your number one pick?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, yeah. Guys. So
1: that's what I look forward to, Stanford. I, I hope I hope to see either Max Brown kick it on, or maybe we'll see Sam Darnold get some some important minutes against a top ten team. So again, the bad news is Stanford is off a week's rest, two weeks to prep. But the good news is they're not Alabama.
0: Do they win or <laughs> lose?
1: Ah, oh, do I have to answer honestly?
0: Yes, <laughs> don't do it. I, I, no, don't you can do, do, it. do the, the rainbow oh, butterflies. I, it. I, think, I think you know which answer I want. I hear. think they will.
1: <laughs> I think they will lose this game. But I really, I mean, I'm hoping that it's not an Alabama situation. They they're coming off such a big win that the offense is going to be clicking better than it was yeah. in the opening game. So I think they'll give Stanford a game. Stanford just Christian McCaffrey is just an animal. There's there's no stopping a Heisman candidate yeah. when he's on.
2: It's not going to be a game. I, I think they're going to lose by at least two touchdowns, possibly three. I think that's going to be ugly. I just hope that they can stay competitive and at the end, you know, at least make it look respectable. Yeah, the road to the Pac-12 championship is through Stanford just like it was
1: last year. So if they have any hope of winning a Pac-12 title, they're going to have to see Stanford again at some point. So maybe they'll, they'll see what they need to see.
0: All right. Well, in fairness to our Bruin fans... We, we They're in balance, we wanna, right? We talk, it's not uh, going to be balanced. <laughs> oh, not balanced, but we sure got to is. talk a little UCLA. So we present a segment called USC Fans Talking <laughs> UCLA Football. Okay, put 30 seconds on the clock. 30 <laughs> seconds on the clock and go.
2: So UCLA goes out on the road and they end up playing a tough A M team who was not ranked at the time, but came in and looked like a much better team than they were expected to be. They did look good. And so they ended up losing on the road, which that game kind of sucks, but they, they end up Losing, and then it they, was in overtime. It as was, well. and so they end up going, and they played uh, UNLV this uh, last week, and end up winning by about three touchdowns. And they did kind of what USC yeah. did, which it's is another Utah
1: State situation. You
2: just need to win that game yeah. and and move on and be healthy. So I think that they're kind of in the same place that USC is, and that is that you know they've played two games, they're one and one, I think. They were expecting to be two and zero, but right, that re- was thirty seconds. But we'll <laughs> let
0: you keep going. But no, you overall. don't really know
2: who they are, so we're going to see this upcoming week. They're going to play a good BYU team right now. That's one and one, and so I think they're going to find out who they are so themso- Who they are this week? So nice. we'll, we'll root for them because they're Los Angeles. But I'm an SC fan, and so I really don't care.
0: To be with you, <laughs> there he good. is stuff, gentlemen. We got to talk some baseball. You know what? Let's start with the Angels. They're 63-80, and 80, sitting in fourth place in the AL West. 22 games behind the loathed Texas Rangers. Taking a page out of your... Well done, uh, as you should. Yeah. It's about time, Angels fans. Oh, I hate those stupid <laughs> Texas Rangers and their dumb faces. It's pretty good, right? Just Not, bad. Like well done. Not bad. Well done, hey, Well done. Hey, couch Already thinking about their October vacations over there in Angel Land. Uh, pool Holes watch, 29 home runs, 110 RBIs. And batting two sixty two. I'm officially gonna <laughs> oh.
2: to say that he's gonna go over two fifty. So Jeff, oh, it looks like you want it.
0: I love it. I yeah, love it. It's done and done. Hate so. I, it yeah. kills me. We're we're in yeah. garbage time for the Angels. Basically, you got anything to add? <laughs> Case Keenan. Uh, no, territory. you summed it up right there. All right, Come on. Pretty much. Let's move on to the Dodgers then. Victor Costello, what do we got? Kershaw's back. Oh. Kershaw. That's right. He missed you,
3: Kershaw. Mr. Kershaw. How'd he look? Uh, he looked like he's rusty. Rust, yeah. Uh, his velocity was there. His fastball was there. His
0: placement was not. Okay. Um, it wasn't the good gr- so that's the-, the opposite of Jared Weaver then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No speed, no velocity, but he's got the placement. Maybe the mate. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: Can we not do that? Yeah, please, no. <laughs> um, but,
3: no, he looked good. I mean, for as much time as he missed, I think he looked he looked good. I'm I'm not too worried about the placement. That'll come. All things um, considered, right? Yeah, all things considered, exactly. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about
2: was Puig. Puig, your friend. Oh, mm. Puig, your cheerleader. Puig, your cheerleader. I don't know the if first, you guys saw that. The first uh, guys in shorts prediction that's actually right. When he went <laughs> out and we demoted him to AAA, I said, you watch – he's going to get his shit together in the minors and they're going to call him in September and he's going to go off and he's going to get us into the playoffs and he's going to make some noise. Since he's been back, he's hit two home runs and he's batting .357, So, wow.
3: Oh, and he made a hell of a catch to save a perfect game. Yep.
2: I mean, that catch yeah. was that's probably right. the best catch this you, you year, You the I perfect think. game really? that was only seven innings? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. that's a whole other podcast. So we won't go into that topic because we'll be here for days right. if we go into that one. But yeah, he made it. I mean, that was just in, I mean, over the diving backwards towards Towards the wall with the that pressure was, of, a, of, a, of a perfect game going. I mean, that you can't do. That's can't vintage do tweet. That's that. what we yeah, saw when, he first,
2: when we first burst onto and, the scene. And yeah. the other thing that I've noticed is that he's just being outwardly fun with his totally. teammates and, and with the media and stuff. And there was a dark cloud hanging over him for so long. And I think that whatever happened in the minors, it was almost like it was just that adjustment, that mental adjustment of, you know what? Like, I'm not as good as I think I am. And I think that once he kind of settled in and said, I have to focus on baseball— He's come back with a vengeance, and I really am rooting for him that he does well, and that yeah, the Dodgers hope, trade him it, while value is <laughs> high. Yeah, oh, cool, so yeah. yeah. Do. I do. I, I yeah. think don't that think we, have a, we have we have a busy outfield, and I think that if we can get his trade value up, and we can offload him in the offseason because you you almost expect for him to kind of fall back into his old right. routine. I would rather get rid of him while the trade value is. Totally. high. So I'm hoping that he leads the Dodgers to a World Series, and that we can trade him while his value is high. Yeah, yeah. that'd be awesome. What do you guys want for him? We'll take him. Bye,
1: try. <laughs> <laughs> We ah. never,
3: never <laughs> <everywhere>. <laughs> nice try, though. Uh, I don't know if anybody saw, but you, did you guys see the flag that the Dodgers put out at, Do- at Yankee, Yankee Stadium, Stadium oh. yesterday? <laughs> yeah. That was, I mean, baseball-wise huge flag soccer wise tiny flag but still very very cool I mean it was they were in left field and there's another thing that I was reading there's a New York Times article this at Yankee
0: Stadium at yeah. Yankee yeah. So Stadium so Dodger fans in New York yes in New York infiltrated
3: in the, infiltrated they said there was thousands of, yeah. of Dodger fans at this game the right? Yankee fans
2: felt what it was like to be an Angels fan uh, <laughs> there
4: you go uh,
3: not
0: a home I game at, at their
2: own.
3: home stadium I not only, only that now. but the Yankees have a tradition at, at Yankee Stadium where they do what's called roll call where they call out the names Of every Yankee, one at a time, until they turn around and and you know wave high or whatever, you know, saying that they that they've heard you
1: acknowledged.
3: Yeah, thank you. That's the word I was looking for. (laughs) The Dodger fans did it in the third inning at Yankee Stadium. Really did a roll call of (laughs) all the Dodgers. The only one that didn't turn around was Utley, but I can totally see Utley not turning around because he's you know he's He's hard nosed. He's a a veteran. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: But (laughs) yeah, I thought that was so flipping cool. I love Dodger fans. Love them. that sucks because I don't love them. But, <laughs> but it's great. But that's pretty strong. Yeah. Respect. Respect. Yeah. Got to respect that. Good stuff. Glad you, everything's happy in Dodgerland. Whatever. How about we move on to some soccer? 30 30 seconds. 30 to seconds. some real sports. I got,
1: <laughs> I've got news for you, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Oh,
0: boy. Our, uh, in our bipolar uh, our soccer bipolar. announcer here. <laughs>
1: I'm high. And are we low. excited? We're out. Are we down?
0: Uh, exciting
1: times. Are we hiding sharp <laughs> objects from you this week? No I'm, no, I'm. I'm all smiles. I'm floating above the hate couch like my friend uh, D1 just over there. Don't, oh. Just don't let Darren hold yeah. the sharp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna
4: hold down this hate couch. Well, you know, actually, gonna, Ben, you might want to step off. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: no, know, I'm gonna walk you guys through the roller coaster of emotions here. So I have two games to kind of fill you in on, and then some big news that happened midweek if you haven't already heard. Last Wednesday, the LA Galaxy tied Real Salt Lake. I know that's exciting. Another tie. It was 3-3. Uh, the highlights, Giovanni Dos Santos has just been on fire. He scored twice in that game. He's playing with confidence. He got an assist. And I think this season, the LA Galaxy goes as Giovanni Dos Santos goes. Uh, during that game, Brian Rowe had a brain fart. He's our goalie. He gave away a ridiculously stupid penalty. So the LA Galaxy gave up that penalty. They let in a 94th minute goal to, to, let, to let Real Salt Lake tie that. So they now they have 14 ties, which is more than any other team in MLS. And Brian Rose, the one who kind of cost those those points, he's done this before against Montreal. He had a, a, a gaff, and if it happens once, okay, that happens every once in a while. You're going to make a mistake, but this is the second time that he's made a couple dumb mistakes, and and that makes you you know lose a little bit of faith in him. Hopefully, he he gets back to his his confidence, and we get a number one goalie at him. But that was a tie that felt like a loss. Again, when you're on the road, you'll take the point, but but it really felt like the Galaxy deserved to win. So, the next morning, there was some huge news uh, after kind of moping around that the Galaxy, you know, tied when they should have won. There was a rumor swirling around. I first saw it. It was uh, from Raj Bennett from the Men in Blazers. He tweeted about a Landon Donovan return. And Landon Donovan, if you don't know, has been retired from the Galaxy <laughs> for uh, almost two years now. I thought it was a joke because of the injuries and the Galaxy drop points. But I kept, I kept seeing tweets about it. P- galaxy fans are tweeting about it. People are talking about this return. I didn't really see any official news on it until uh, I saw did that I get
0: it, any work done that day?
1: <laughs> I did not uh, it sent me into it I was like what is going on is this real how is this real so uh, it turned out it was linked back to Blake Thompson he's a contributor to the cauldron at Sports Illustrated and American soccer now and he seemed to be the source that everyone was quoting so he had some inside information or was able to get something because he's not a, a, a galaxy reporter but he somehow had the inside scoop that Landon Donovan uh, was returning so kind of a shout out to him because he's the one who kind of started the buzz Uh, So, it was later confirmed that afternoon on a Facebook post by Landon Donovan. He said that uh, it started out as kind of a joking banter with the injuries that had happened. Some of the players were saying, hey, when are you coming back? And when he really thought about it, he said, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot and I'm going to come back. He retired when he was 32. He's 34 now. So, uh, that's younger than some guys on the Galaxy roster. So, now, it's not to say that he's, he's too old or he's past his prime. Um, so he, he credits wanting to be on the field with, with his son now that he has a son. Since he retired, he wants to play a game and have his son join him on the field afterward. He kind of set the expectations low, saying that he can't replace you know, the injured talent like Jossie Zardes and Steven Gerrard. But then he ended his post by saying he hopes to be celebrating the Galaxy's sixth championship.
0: On oh, December tenth, yeah.
1: well, so you know he's kind of yeah. you know say, trying to set the expectations low, but also kind of playing the savior, like I'm coming <laughs> right, here right. to to bring it all well, together. say that. <laughs> so so my thoughts on the move is that it can't hurt mm-hmm. because of the injuries and and Nigel DeYoung being being shipped out. Uh, I don't think they were going to go after anyone anyway. So if you can get Landon Donovan, if anything, for the team chemistry and to kind of pump guys up, I don't see how that can hurt. Now the expectations are going to be low because. When he retired, when he was 32, he couldn't get a, a World Cup roster spot. He was cut by Jurgen Klinsmann. So he, uh, part some of me thinks— the Yeah, there was some behind-the-scenes the the yeah. stuff that went into that. But um to me, I felt like he wanted to retire on top. He didn't want to play the role of, like, a super sub. But that's exactly what he's going to be playing here. He's going to be a sub. He's going to be coming off the bench. Maybe he still has some magic. They say, you know, class is, class is permanent, form is temporary. So I think he definitely has— there's something in there. You're going to see some magic. Victor knows you can be off of uh, you know playing soccer for a while. but oh, yeah. you, you'll get that you'll, you'll, magic it comes back touch
3: pretty quick. You know every yeah. every
1: every once in a while.
3: Did you see so, uh, some of the uh, tweets from other teams that when yeah. they heard that he was? It was awesome. They came back and started asking because you know when you go like uh, when Derek Jeter retired, they give him gifts. You know, sure. Kobe Bryant retired, he's got <laughs> gifts. You know, yeah, they, yeah. The
1: farewell tour. They
3: started asking for their gifts back. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, yeah, the,
1: that
0: is funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that, the, the rest of the league hates the Galaxy already yeah. because they're the most winning team. And now they think there's some home cooking, some why do they get to have London, Landon yeah. Donovan back. Yeah. So, But I love it. You, you know, if, awesome. If, oh, yeah. if Landon's going to come back, he needs to come back uh, to the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. So after the Landon Donovan news, uh, they played a game against Orlando City FC, and the crowd was electric on Sunday because of Landon, the hype behind Landon Donovan. Usually, the LA crowd doesn't come through on TV. When you go to the games live, you feel the crowd, the energy. But even Definitely. on TV, you can feel the buzz in the stadium. And that was because Landon was back <laughs> and the, all the hype kind of surrounding it. And it's just what the Galaxy needed. Uh, they actually went down early in the game, but they responded and they played some of the best soccer that I've seen them play all season. Oh wow! They, there was a 10-15 minute stretch towards the end of the first half. They scored three goals in the last 10 minutes of the first half. They were fired up. They were aggressive. They were urgent. They were on the ball. Giovanni Dos Santos scored twice again. Uh, you know, Alan Gordon was able to get on the score sheet. Uh, in the second half, Robbie Keane was able to score a goal. So they were up 4-1. So again, like I mentioned earlier, big lead. The stage was set for Landon Donovan to come on. The crowd goes nuts. Landon Donovan... You know, comes onto the field and you could just feel that this is a moment of shift for the galaxy and things Uh are turning around. Even if it's symbolic, you can tell that the crowds behind the team, the players are fired up. You can see guys on the bench pumping up the crowd. They're excited. The Landon's back. The only bad news is they gave up another 90th minute goal. (laughs) <laughs> in the end. But it was 4-2, so it didn't matter at that point. But the young guys are really thriving. They had a young right. midfield, uh, Dos Santos, Mendiola, Leggett, and Boateng. And I kind of don't want, I'm going to say it, I don't want Steven Gerrard to come back. They, he's they're playing, kind of a wow. downer. Really? He slows the game yeah, down because kind of his of age downer. and his pace. These young guys are fired up. They're yeah. aggressive. They're going after it. And that's just not Steven Gerrard's style. Steven seems
3: to be going through the like, through the paces. Like, it's not like when when david David Beckham David Beckham came here and you could tell he wanted to win yes. and he got on some people's nerves and everything you know there was there's a whole history between David Beckham and some of the supporter groups but he always wanted to win like he wanted to you know prove that MLs is you don't get that from Steven. Really? you almost get he's just here
1: yeah that's mm. the one thing about David Beckham if people want to say oh that was just a symbolic sign that was just to sell tickets if you watched any of those games oh, no. David Beckham put it all on the field oh, he was totally. ready to pick a fight with anyone who Anybody. wanted to take even, it yeah, even he was Galaxy ready fans. to go he even overexerted himself <laughs> <laughs> even I felt like he you know, put himself at risk of injury sometimes yeah. uh-huh. so so I don't I don't know that I like Steven Gerrard coming back into this lineup because yeah. like I said they're clicking they played some of the best soccer that I've seen him play all season with the young guys so give credit to, to Bruce Arena for putting his team in position even with the underwhelmingness and the tie <laughs> and the 0 zeros. if they could have just turned one of those zero zero games around to a win, Brian Rowe doesn't make a couple mistakes, they could be sitting in first place after an over, overwhel, underwhelming run, so oh I'm, I'm back looks in, like, title looks contenders like bipolar again bipolar is on the upswing <laughs> what a difference a couple of weeks makes the and hammer's even on the upswing, I
0: love it <laughs> well, good stuff, alright, we are so massively over time, I hope it's we covered of my everything, and, and if story. we didn't, we gotta save it for next week That is it. uh, Before we go, congratulations to the winner of the Guys in Shorts Week One Fan Duel League, Maddie74, who beat our own Darren Besa. Congrats, Maddie. By only eight points. He took first place and the $90 prize. If you want to sign up for week two, all you got to do is send us a message on Facebook or Twitter with your email address or FanDuel username. We'll get you signed up. It's a ton of fun. You compete against us. Hopefully, Ben over there will actually make it into this league and get it. It fills up quickly. I probably won't. (laughs) It does fill up quickly. So so, uh, don't. I'm too busy watching Raiders games. Yeah, right. (laughs) Also, this Sunday, we'll be at the Rams Seahawks game, tailgating on the South Lawn. So if you're heading out to the game, come by and say hello. Beers are on Darren.
1: Look for the guys in shorts flag.
0: Yes. We are out of here. Please keep those reviews coming in on iTunes. It only takes a minute, and it really helps us in the rating. Any questions or comments for us, leave us a voicemail at 562-450-3356. For Victor Costello, Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, Eric the Portuguese, Hammer Vieira, I'm Jeff Wilson, and we'll see you guys next week.